What's up, everyone? Welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I'm JC. I'm Chelsea. And today we are talking about veganism. veganism. You go up. Okay. Uh, veganism. So, Chelsea, how long have you been vegan? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that breathing. Um, about uh, three years. Three years. So three years vegetarian for three and a half years. Okay. So you're vegetarian for six months before you started diving into the veganism. Yeah, I tried being vegetarian for a little bit and then I just Okay. So I do not consider myself to be one hundred percent vegan or plant based, but I've been basically sticking to a mostly plant based diet for um like a year. Yeah, it was probably a year ago. Yeah, I think it's been about a year. That's crazy. So we kind of just wanted to tell like our experiences with veganism, but also be extremely unbiased. And like, this is not a podcast telling you, you need to be vegan. And here's why. It's more just like telling you guys candidly our experiences and kind of the pros and cons. And Chelsea is a lot more knowledgeable about all of this than I am because one, she literally went to school for nutrition. And also because she has more experience being vegan and has done lots of research. But she's the one I go to whenever I have questions about it. And so she's probably going to be talking the most about all the facts. But I also will just kind of talk about my I experience. also don't know. Like I know facts, but I don't. It's just more of like I have listened and read so many books about it. Listen to podcasts. Listen to talks about it. Like just so different that I have it all in my brain. But it's hard for me sometimes to get it all out. Tell other people accurately. Okay. Well, we're going to do our best. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, don't take everything I say to be 100% truth. Yeah. But don't tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Why did you go vegan in the first place? So my dad, I've mentioned this before. He is a health nut, has always been a health nut as long as I can remember. And he started to read about veganism. He heard from a friend who his wife was going through cancer treatment and they were kind of switching to more of a plant-based and so he told my dad about it my dad started my dad loves conspiracy theories loves anything that's health related at all so he started to I'm like veganism is a conspiracy (laughs) no but he just is interested in like everything everyone has to say so he looked it up obviously loved it kept doing research on it and then decided to try it out because he is also very active and does exercises every single morning is like very strong so he didn't want to lose his muscle but he was pretty sure that it was the best thing for him so he decided to become vegan he told us about it but he wasn't like pushing it on us he just kept telling us about it and like what he'd noticed um so from there that's what kind of got me into it because I saw him doing it he's always been like my example health-wise and so I decided to try it. So at first I got rid of meat. I feel like there's three reasons you go vegan. Like the first is to, for health reasons, either you're trying to lose weight, which is maybe not the best, or you're trying, well, like depends on what yeah. motivates you to lose weight. Right. But um, it's for health reasons, for animals or like for animal rights or for the environment. And I feel like I really went for health reasons first. So mm-hmm. I had never really even thought about it. So I do remember in college – I wasn't completely vegan, but I was like trying to kind of experiment with it. And I gave a presentation about we in my public speaking class about veganism. 
and about how like it affects your health, the environment, and animals, like just like animals, it's, like three main points or whatever. And it was very controversial at the time that I gave my presentation. I wasn't even fully. I was just giving this like presentation. I just done research on. It. I thought it was really interesting, and people did not like it in my class. Oh gosh. But anyways, so that's really why I went for it in the first place. And then I feel like the other two followed after. Then you kind of became more... Yeah, like it started with health and then as I got more knowledgeable about it and as I started to kind of be more mindful, I started to think about the animals and I started getting passionate about that. And then I started to learn about the environment and I started getting passionate about that too. Yeah. So why do you think you went vegan? Well, to be completely honest, I... First off, I thought not that vegan all vegans were annoying, but definitely... Oh, everyone thinks that. Yeah. I think that sometimes. Yeah. There were... Like, you never pushed it on me at all. Like, if I had questions, you would answer them. But I didn't think you were annoying about it in any sense. But there were, yeah, certain, I don't know, just the term vegan. Even, like... It comes with such a stereotype. Yes. And, like, a year ago, I was like, oh, my gosh, vegans are so annoying. They're, like, so pushy. Mm-hmm. And um, I really didn't have any interest in, like, being a part of it. And also, I was, like, fine health-wise. Nothing was really wrong. But then it's weird. So... When I, when we first got married, so maybe like six months or a year into marriage, my stomach was hurting. I'm not saying it's because we got married, but that mm-hmm. was just the time period that this started happening. My stomach would hurt every single night. Like I would just feel so bloated Ugh. every night. And I was like, what, why am I feeling like this? Like my stomach just hurts. I feel bloated and like just not good at not all. Fun. And I just felt my body felt like heavy, not heavy as in I've, I'd gained weight. I just felt like almost lethargic and just almost not like good. swollen. Yes, like my body just, I was not feeling good. I did kind of the opposite of what you did. I cut out dairy first. So I was like, maybe I'm like lactose intolerant or something. I had grown up with um, mostly almond milk. Like for the last few years that I lived at home, we would have pretty much only almond milk. I ate dairy solo because I ate cheese, desserts, and it's literally in everything. So I I still ate dairy. So I was like, I'm going to try cutting that out. And I started cutting it out and I actually noticed a huge difference. Like I told Leif immediately, I was like, my stomach literally doesn't hurt anymore. Every night, it just didn't hurt anymore. I was like, okay, that's for sure it. So I definitely did it for health reasons. That's Mm -hmm. why I initially started it as well. And then I figured like, I'm not much of a meat eater anyway. I'm not one of those people who loves steak and just loves meat. So I was like, I could probably do without meat. So I'm just going to kind of try out the plant-based diet thing. Mm -hmm. And the only way to describe it is that my body felt so much cleaner inside. That's like the only way I can describe it to anyone. I like that. I just felt like everything would just go through me and it just felt like my insides were like clean. I was like, wow. This feels really awesome, so I'm just going to keep doing this. But then after a few months – so at this time also, me and Leif were traveling like crazy to the point where we were literally never home. all the time, yeah. We would be home for like four days and then go again, leave the country again. So we were gone all the time, and I found that it was actually really hard – well, not really hard, just a lot more inconvenient to be vegan when I was traveling. Out of the country. Out of the country, especially in like Europe and Italy. All they have is pizza and bread and pasta. And I I could find things, but I felt like I was not getting enough nutrition because I was so, I was trying to be so selective. Oh, I can't have that because it has dairy. Oh, I want that, but it has meat. And then there's a language barrier. So you're trying to tell them, I don't know. It Mm -hmm. just was, it was getting really hard. And at one point I was like, okay, 
I'm not eating enough because I'm restricting myself because I'm trying to be vegan. And that's kind of an excuse. Like I could have probably made it work and made it happen, but I just felt like, and I was so busy with other no, things that's at that time common. that I was like, I can't do this full out. Not that I think it developed into an eating disorder, but it, I was just so obsessed with it. I was like, I cannot eat dairy and I cannot eat meat. I want to be vegan. I'm trying to be vegan. Mm-hmm. And then once I kind of let that bar down a little bit and was like, okay, it's not the end of the world. If I have dairy or meat occasionally, it was more of intuitive eating. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to eat what feels good. and if I have that stuff occasionally, that's fine, but I'm going to, for the most part, just stick to a plant-based diet. So that's still what I do. If we're with, you know, Leif's family and his mom makes something and there's whatever, dairy in a dish, I'm not going to be like, I'm not to that point Mm -hmm. where I'm so, so restrictive about it, Um, which I feel like people, maybe hardcore vegans are like, um, you need to be. But I just, I just feel like I, it's your choice. My personality, it it turns into an obsessive thing where I want to eat something, but I'm like, I can't because I'm vegan. Mm -hmm. And then I realize, wait, I can eat whatever I want. Yeah. Like, and I should be able to keep that mindset and not Mm -hmm. restrict myself hardcore. But that being said, I will say I feel a hundred times better when I'm eating plant-based. So I stick to that because that's what makes sense and what feels good to my body. Definitely. But I think it, there it's, are exceptions. It's just one diet doesn't fit all. So one way of eating doesn't fit everybody's lifestyle, doesn't fit everybody's, you know, culture. It's just so different. So it's like whatever your life, like if you're traveling all the time, especially for something like that where their routine is not really set, it's harder to have a, a strict way of eating. But for example, my dad, he has a very, he's a school teacher and he's obviously a dad still. And I have little brothers at home as well. And so he has a very like set routine that he has. So it's super easy for him to eat the same things and be super picky about what he eats. And it works for him because it's not like he's not like out of his comfort zone all the time. It's just Yeah, he has a routine and he sticks to it. Whereas for me, I do not have a set routine at all. So when I'm home, I can stick to it a lot Mm -hmm. easier. Um, But the other thing was once I said like, oh, I think I'm going to try out veganism for a second. Then from that point on, what is that meme that's like? If you say, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yes. Like if you say, oh, look at this ice cream. People are like, I thought you were vegan. And then if you, is this one you're talking yes, about? Yes, yes. And then if you're like, hey, look at these vegan nachos. It's like, we know you're vegan. It's like, like yeah. well, what do you want me well, to say? Yeah. So if I'm like, oh, this ice cream's the best. And people are like, I thought you were vegan. And it's like, yeah, for one, it's cashew milk ice cream. Yeah. So <laughs> I check yourself before you write Yeah, like yourself. I still am sticking to it. But then if you're like, I got this vegan ice cream. People are like, okay, give me a break. We know you're vegan. You don't have to specify. And you're like, well, (laughs) everyone gets mad at me either way. Ever since I said, I think I'm going to try veganism out. Then the hate comments just rolled in Mm -hmm. with like, not about being vegan. Everyone was fine with it for the most part. But then if I ever post anything that's like not plant-based, then people freak out. But I'm like, I never said I am 100% vegan. Yeah. And even if you even said that, it's not their job to be the Food police. police. No, I know. But I'm just saying that made it hard for me even because occasionally I'll have salmon and like I (gasps) almost I almost feel like I can't ever post about that because people would be like, I thought you said you were vegan. And it's like I actually I literally mentioned it once a year ago. I'm shocked that people like still Still remember remember. it. But the thing is, when I find a new vegan um, restaurant that I like in California, Mm -hmm. I'll say like, oh, guys, this place has the best whatever, like vegan nachos. You guys should check it out. And then so people assume, oh, you're vegan. Mm -hmm. And then I'll I'll be like, these tortilla chips are so good from um, whatever. And they'll be like, oh, did you know those have milk products in it? Like you said, you're a vegan. I'm like, (laughs) I know. But uh, so it's just this frustrating thing. But yeah, bottom line is, like you said, 
there's not a one diet fits all. You eat what you want and what feels good to your body. Mm -hmm. So, and you have to take your life into consideration. Yeah. What the heck are you doing with your life? If it doesn't fit, then sorry. Yeah. You don't have to stick to it. For sure. Okay. So I guess we never really said exactly what veganism is for those of you listening who don't know exactly what it is. So um, from dosomething.org, which I'm sure is kind of a little bit more biased towards veganism, but I'm not sure. I'm sure it just is giving us a solid – well, this is just a definition, so it can't be biased. Veganism is a way of life that alters diet, clothing, and other decisions with the goal of ending exploitation of animals. So this is more of, for the animal's sake, this is what I say mostly for vegan versus plant-based. When you say vegan, it's easier for people to know what you're talking about. But when you say plant-based, they don't actually – sometimes it's not as much of a known term. Yeah. So people then think – wait, what? So I mostly say like I'm vegan, but the truth is I'm not 100% vegan. Like I'm sure I own things that – Are leather. Yeah, like, you know, whatever. And it's like I try my best nowadays. Like I've gotten better over the years to be more aware of like what products I buy and all that stuff. But it's more of a spectrum. Like I I feel like it's really hard to be 100%. And I'll jump into that a little bit later why sometimes that really annoys me. But vegan foods are free of all animal products such as meat, eggs, fish, and dairy. So a lot of the times people get confused between vegan and vegetarian. Vegetarians don't eat meat and veganism – like vegans don't eat any animal products at all. Like if it's from an animal, you don't eat it. And there's like a million – it's like pescatarian. Yeah, there's so many. Only eat fish. Like there's so many things. Yeah, so I would say the plant-based versus the vegan is like – there's also chigan, which is called – What? I've never heard that. It's like where you basically eat unhealthy but vegan. So you eat a bunch of vegan junk food. And, and that's so you're not even a really, way of life. Yeah, well, you're just well. No, it's not like no that's vegetables. That's probably what I am. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's what I am sometimes too. Where I'm like, just looking for the worst thing possible for my health, but I'm like, it's vegan. <laughs> I know. Um, vegan no, it's cupcakes? more of like I'm like that's healthy. It's vegan. Yeah, and plant based is more of health based, where it's more of the clothes and the products, all that stuff doesn't matter. But you just eat all plant based proteins. Basically, is is the what it's short for? Yeah. So. Plant-based versus vegan. Plant-based is more health. It's um, it's your more, eating habits. Yeah, more um, centered around your diet. Veganism more of as a way of life. And ethical vegans also avoid the use of animal products. So this is what I meant. Like if you're more of an ethical vegan, um, you don't use leather or fur, feathers, or anything that causes animal suffering during production. And this is actually interesting. What do you think the percentage of the U.S. population is vegetarian? Vegetarian? Mm-hmm. 10%? No, that's higher than I would think. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it well, that's what the worst I read, when I guess. someone guesses too high. I'm like, huh. You're like, guess how much Only I got five. this shirt for and it's yeah. super cheap and they're like $2. You're like, cool. Yeah, it was 10, like, but that's it still was a deal. 12, but um, approximately 5% of the US is vegetarian, so close to 16 million people. Oh, that's actually a lot of people. Yeah, though. that's a lot. But 5%, I actually thought that was pretty high. No, I, don't I know why. No, I can see that. Well, and about half of those are vegan. So okay. 7.5 million Americans are vegan. Hmm. That's a lot, but That's not a lot. really. But not a lot. It's like one city in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually shocking that there's so many vegan restaurants. I guess there a lot of them are probably in LA, the vegans. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably I mean, why that's they have the whole so population. many. Yeah, seriously. Living in LA like is game changing if you're a vegan because there are so many options. It was interesting because um, – so much easier. It's so much easier. And – 
there's just such a variety. And like when um, Leif and I went to Tennessee for a family reunion for him, that was a point in time where I was actually very hardcore about it. Like I was like, no, I'm vegan. Like I'm trying to do this. We were in um, Knoxville, Tennessee, and it was like um, just little stands on the side of the road that like we would stop at or little places. There literally wouldn't be one option besides French fries that was like technically vegan. French fries always come to save today. And even save today, (laughs) save the day. I know. And even um, yeah, they're truly my saving grace. Seriously. But um, even when we were at the grocery store, I was shocked they didn't have. I mean, they had non dairy stuff and like vegan options but not nearly as many as they do in california oh california is the haven yeah california and like oregon and seattle west coast for sure but what i was thinking is wow that would be really hard to be vegan here because there's just not as many options so i get what people mean when they say like oh i want to try to like stick to plant-based whatever but there's no good vegan options or vegan restaurants near me like blah blah blah. and i'm like that actually would be kind of hard for sure it's way more fun to be vegan yeah when i come here when i come to visit all I want to do is look for vegan restaurants and and anywhere I travel not that I travel anywhere besides the three states that surround me yeah but even in Salt Lake where I live there's there's a lot but not half as many as here yeah like we'll have to drive quite a few ways like quite a few miles, miles to get to like a vegan restaurant that we want to try and here they're around every corner yeah there's, there's so ones many. in the mall like which is just shocking to most other places they're definitely popping up more mm-hmm. it's getting more popular for mm-hmm. sure but yeah, again, it goes back to it depends on your culture and your environment, where you live. It's just trying your best. And if you have access to that kind of food, lower income areas, it's harder to have access to that food because vegan food can be expensive, like at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. The other thing, the other stereotypes like, oh, vegan's just too expensive. But if you wanted to incorporate more plants, Those that's are, not expensive. Yeah. It's literally cheaper to buy produce sometimes than like boxes of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like process stuff. It's actually like if you – it takes planning and it takes thought. It's not just like, oh, I want to go store and buy a bunch of things because then a lot of it goes to waste. But if you want to be saving money, you definitely can and be vegan. It's definitely possible. So, yeah, anyways, I thought that was interesting that there was only $7 million. I thought there would be more, but that's actually a lot. Um, what I was going to say about kind of what you were going off of of people being vegan police mm-hmm. is people – what it comes down to, I – just in general, before I kind of hop into, I have a lot of pros and cons of being vegans um, written down, but, or from a website, not that I wrote it down. Yeah. But basically, um, let me read. Okay. I like this quote. It's from the Fighting for Everyone page on Instagram, kind of talking about vegan haters. Veganism isn't about rules and restrictions. It is about living with compassion and mindfulness for animals, for yourself, for other humans, for our planet. You will struggle, you may make mistakes, but you'll learn that there's no such thing as a perfect vegan. Thanks for being perfectly imperfect with us. Which I think that's just, it's just mindful eating. If you're trying to be vegan, like don't let other people saying like, well, what about you didn't recycle that? Or you didn't do this for the environment, so you must not really care. It's like, why are you getting on my case about it? I'm trying my best to do my part. You shouldn't be getting mad at me for trying. Yeah. Like you there's no room for you. Like I'm not trying to tell you as long as they're not trying to tell you what to do. Right. Like there are some vegans but they're trying to tell you how to live your life and it's like, well, you're being a hypocrite. But if a vegan's just living their life and you're getting upset about them and like, well, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? Like they're just living their life. They're yeah. trying their best to be like they're trying to contribute to society in the way that they feel is best and so are you. So just lay off. 
Yeah. No. It just it just irks me when people get so mad like at vegans for trying. Yeah. On the other hand, when I'll get these vegan people that are like, I'm unfollowing you. You said you're vegan and you ate this, which has milk products in it. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I'm just, yeah, like you said, it's like, if you're vegan, yeah. you're like compassionate. That's like kind of how, what it's supposed to what be about. What you say you're about. Yeah, so it's like, don't literally say, oh, I'm unfollowing you because you did this and you're a hypocrite. It's like, again, like you said, I'm just trying my best. I'm eating what feels right and good to me. And if that means occasionally I will have a meat or dairy product, that's no, what I'm yeah. doing. So that's not, I don't know. I know it. And I have a lot of like clients who will do um, consultations with me. And like one of their questions is like, so do I have to be vegan in order to like go through my program? I'm like, absolutely not. I hope I don't ever come across like that. I do not care. My husband is the farthest thing from vegan. It's not like I don't You don't care. Like, yeah. It's just what works for me. It's just something that I like and then I find interesting and something that it's easy for me too because my family at home is. So it's just like easier when I go home, like to, it's just my environment. That's what I grew up with. So I don't know. It's just something that I think people just need to realize that there's no one diet fits all. Yeah. Comes down to. And I think if people listening, cause I have a lot of messages that are like, I really want to switch to a plant-based diet, but I'm nervous, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you don't have to be perfect at it. You can just start with little steps. I mean, for some people it works better if they just go full force with it. Mm -hmm. But for other people, it's like, you just cut way back. Like, I'm just going to try and eat way less dairy and meat for the next two weeks or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you can just be mindful and tr yeah, start trying with little steps. And then eventually you'll probably see that your body does feel a lot better and that you're more energized and whatever. And you can then stick to it. But I think people are – it's so daunting. The it's people so, trying like, to get all started. in or all out. Yeah. Which you don't need to be at all. No. It, it's more of a, a lot of the times what we phrase it is, like, crowding out. So especially for people that I have as clients, what we do is like if they want to try something like a different way of life or way of eating, we never want diets at all. But like we want diet as in veganism is kind of more of what I mean. Instead of like a diet, like least lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Right. What I mean is like if you want to try a certain way of eating, you have to crowd out the bad. So not just like focusing like, okay, I can no longer eat meat and dairy. And so you're always focused on Oh, oh, that I has can't eat it? that I chicken. Can't. Yeah, I can't eat that cheese. Oh, I really want that cheese. And it's like, focus on the things that you can't eat. If you start focusing on the things that you can eat, it'll just get crowded out. Like all the bad stuff will be crowded out by all the good things you're adding into your diet. That's a way better way to look at it than what yeah, I was then, just saying. So no one listen to me. <laughs> this is why I'm saying Chelsea's much more knowledgeable No, about well, and that's how a lot of people think of it too is like, it's just what you resist persists. So if you're constantly, it's with anything in life. Yeah. Things that you're trying to like, I, I can't, if you're trying to stop cracking your th fingers, if you're constantly thinking, I can't crack my fingers, I can't crack my fingers, I can't crack, like you want to more. You know, all you're going to want to do is literally, it just made me want to crack my fingers and I just did. Yeah. <laughs> because like your mind just kind of works like that if you're focused on it so much. So if you are trying to be vegan or plant-based or vegetarian or any kind of way of eating, the best thing to do is focus more on what you can eat and like exploring and having fun with it and maybe just try meatless Mondays. My dad always says it's the best option available. So if you go to a restaurant, like you said, like, and there's nothing vegan, it's like just go for the best option available. No lightning is going to come down and strike you for eating a chicken nugget, yeah. you know. So anyways, okay, I want to jump into, do you have any last minute thoughts about that? I mean, we can talk about it. No, no, I, I was going, just but. saying I, I know a lot of people want to 
to start maybe mm-hmm. being more mindful, but they're just like so overwhelmed by the idea. Even I was like, oh my gosh, that's so much to give up. And, and like yeah. I'll hear even people say like, it's just so hard. I don't know. I eat Greek yogurt every morning for breakfast. And I'm like, here's the thing. Just keep eating the Greek yogurt. And then like you said, maybe just maybe also buy dairy-free yogurt and see if you like it. Yeah. And then if not, who cares? Just eat your Greek yogurt. Right. It's just about trying your best and yeah, the best option available, I guess. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before too. It's like, if you're not going to do it in the next five minutes, you're not going to do it tomorrow. So if you're just not going to do now. it, like break it down to smaller steps. Okay. So actually, before we go into the pros and cons, I have six ways to practice mindful eating. Okay. So listen to your body and stop when full. That's something that's kind of hard. That's oh. what binging is from when I didn't know that what the heck full meant. Yeah. Well, I did, but I just ignored it. But nowadays, like you get to a point where you start listening to your body and when you're full, you no longer want the food. Sometimes when it's something super good, you'll like take two or three bites afterwards. Yeah. But also I heard that when you are eating and you take like a really deep breath at a restaurant, like that's when you're full. Like you have to listen to your body's cues. Like it literally has physical things that it does. And also um, eating when our bodies tell us to eat. So when our stomach's growling, that's literally a way that our body is telling us to eat. Yeah. Your body will tell you what it needs. Mm -hmm. If you listen. If you listen. Um, Eating with others at set – oh. Literally opposite of what When it contradicts. Awesome. (laughs) It says eating with others at set times and places. We're very wrong. Sorry. Well, well, no. Here's the problem. I think the reason that my body probably is hungry at random times is because I don't eat at the proper times probably. Mm. Like sometimes I just completely forget to eat breakfast altogether. It's 2 p.m. I'm starving and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I haven't eaten. Like I think I, my schedule's off. Yeah, so I think what it why. means is like for people maybe who tend to binge more or who people who are not sure when they're full or don't eat enough, it's better when you're with a group of people because it kind of gives you this sense of, have you noticed like at dinner, everyone kind of stops eating at the same time. Yeah. No one's like still, I mean, there might be like one or two people that take forever to eat. But for the most part, everyone's like pretty done at the same time. And so I think that's maybe what it's talking about, like eating with others because that's what food was back in the caveman days is like family thing, a community thing. Um, And at set times and places, maybe that just means like you're more comfortable. So you're like more in tune with your body instead of like eating in the back of your car, like super fast. You're not going to be like, hmm, am I full? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it means. That makes makes sense. I don't know. Or we're just wrong. (laughs) Or just don't listen. Um, eating foods that are nutritionally healthy. Duh. No-brainer. When eating, just eating. So not doing anything else. I'm kind of bad at that. What do you do? Like just on like your computer watch TV or something? And I like listening to music. I don't know why I always do it. Is this like a girl thing? Like I feel like I have to have some kind of noise in the background to focus more sometimes. I don't know about focusing. Not like but- someone screaming at me, yeah. but like mu- like soft music or... Well, it's funny because whenever, like, Leif and I are together for the most part because we work together, but anytime Leif leaves and I'm alone, I always, always have music going or a podcast going or noise. I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. I'm alone No, or- that's, what, that's what I mean. If someone's here, I don't do it. But when, yeah, when Nick's going at work, I do the same thing. Like, I'll have something, even if I'm not listening to it. Just kind of playing in the background. And then sometimes I listen to a podcast that I'm like really interested in. I'll have to like keep rewinding because I'm like I wasn't listening. Yeah. It's just kind of like background noise. So I think maybe when we eat, we should try not to do that. <laughs> yeah. Just try and focus on just eating. Eating. Yeah. Um, and then considering where food comes from. Yeah. That's a good one. And then here are the mindless eating. So the alternative to that to kind of give you a better idea. 
So number one, instead of listening to your body and stopping when you're full, eating past full and ignoring your body signals, eating when emotions tell you to eat, so sad, bored, or lonely. Honestly, I think I eat when I'm bored a Me lot. Me too. Like I'm just like, eh, I mean, I feel like I'm busy. <laughs> eh. Eh. <laughs> well, I just feel like I'm I'm busy, but if if I'm not, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go eat because it's like, mm-hmm. what else am I going to do? I don't know. Like when I have some free time, it's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to go eat. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, True. I don't know. Um... I'm like, that's a really bad habit, JC. <laughs> no. Uh, eating foods that are emotionally comforting. So there's also something else interesting that we tend to eat foods from our childhood when we're feeling either like some a big change happening or feeling uncomfortable. We tend to like gravitate towards foods that we ate often as a child because it kind of brings us back to like that safe place. Mm. It's like mac and cheese. Or like, have you ever seen like, what is something that you ate a lot as a child? I honestly don't know. Like, we like- had fruit snacks at our house. Ooh, okay. So, if I, like, if I ever, like, see – I can't eat a lot of fruit snacks unless they're vegan and a lot of them are not. But anytime, like, fruit snacks gives me that sense of, like – or gummy stuff, like, gives me that sense of home or home. something. Yeah. If I'm, like, stressed, I, I'm like, can you give me some gummies on your way home from work, Nick? <laughs> That's funny. Like I noticed that. Well, I think that about treats just because my mm-hmm. mom was always baking. Yeah. And I feel like point. I have a major sweet tooth and it's probably because it's, like – Brings you back. Brings me to back because my mom was always making home. cookies and cupcakes and like, like craft mac and cheese. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, I don't remember what I think I was it was my favorite murder. They were talking about their last meals. Like oh, yeah. if, what, like what they would eat as their last meal if they were on death row. And all of them said something from their childhood. That's so, so funny. It's like it kind of brings them to like a safe place. It's weird. Interesting. Eating and multitasking. So kind of what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Cons- is they're saying that's not good, right? Yeah, not good. Yeah. That's the opposite of what eating, just eat. Right, right. So eating and multitasking. Sometimes on my phone when I'm eating. I definitely do that. Because it's like when you're alone, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, what? I'm just you don't want to just sit and there and do anything. Yeah, you feel kind of lonely. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a deeper issue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God, oh, that's a deep-rooted insecurity. Awesome. Considering a meal an end product. I'm not sure what that means, so sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> considering a meal an end product. Of what? Oh, I think it means the opposite of considering where food comes from. Oh, Like just oh, considering oh. it like as... It's just food. It's yeah. Just, it doesn't matter it, where it, it came from. It just disappeared from thin air. Just appeared from thin air. What did I say? Disappeared. Did I say that? I I'm, think. I'm an idiot. Sorry. We'll have to see when we listen back. If not, you're a bully. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's hear some pros and cons of veganism. I'm ready. Pros. A vegan diet, or just pro, this is the only one. A vegan diet promotes weight loss. It's true. A vegan diet is much lower in calories than even a vegetarian diet because in addition to knocking out meat, you're also knocking out high-fat dairy products. And then here's the con to that, though. Excessive weight loss can become weight gain. So while there are definite benefits to weight loss for overall health, a sudden and rapid decrease that some vegan experience could backfire. In what way? So if they try and be vegan like hardcore at first and they'll lose weight and then it can backfire because you know when people do crash diets and they always gain it back? Yeah. Like if someone tries too hard and then they fail, then they'll gain that weight right back plus some. Um, Because vegan diets are so restrictive, many first timers may find that they're hungrier than usual and reach out for not-so-wise foods, high-processed carbs, sugary, fatty foods, and even vegan-formulated 
I don't I cut the last word off. So, but it's like probably junk food. Yeah, because like, vegan yeah. junk food. There's still vegan junk food. Yeah, there's still so if you're vegan not, snacks. My mm-hmm. mom like she always jokes about it because I've mentioned this before, but she's like a baker and she went vegan for like I don't remember how many months. I remember and, her telling me and that. literally gained weight because she made vegan cupcakes every day. Yeah, and she's like, wait. I mean, she knows that that's mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely still be eating unhealthy and be vegan. Definitely, and that's something I've had to realize too. Is I'm like. Just because I'm eating mostly plant-based doesn't mean I'm so healthy because I definitely treat myself to snacks oh, me and donuts too. and stuff like that. But that's that's okay to do as long as you're also getting, like, the nutrition that you need to get. Yeah, and I always see it as healthy, like, compared to how I used to be where I would have a dessert and I'd eat, like, one donut and I'm like, I need ten more. Like, it's just, like, not enough. And to now I eat three-fourths of the donut and I'm like, eh, I'm good. And then I just, like, I either finish it or don't. It's a, it's just such a big difference. Like I feel like in you get to a point. Yeah, you get to a point where it's besides treating yourself, it's unhealthy and restrictive and it's just all your mindset. Yeah, it's crazy. Pro, vegans are at reduced risk re, reduced risk of serious illness. By virtue of their plant-based diet that is low in saturated fats, vegans are also less prone to obesity and have lower blood pressure and lower cholesterol, Keller says. And the diet can reduce the risk of certain kinds of cancers. So that's one big main thing that that's what I started is I heard all these things about plant-based and how it can help from chronic diseases and all these um, illnesses and all this crazy stuff. So assuming you're consuming many fruits and vegetables, you're also getting more phytochemicals and antioxidants from your diet. So that's what I was going to say is um, it's just such a difference if you're getting quality food. The people who are like, I'm so nutrient deficient because I went vegan because maybe they weren't actually making sure they got enough because it does, it takes a lot of thought. Right. You have to be dedicated to like branching out and trying legumes and trying different like plant-based proteins and different vegetables and it's a whole different world. And if you're just sticking with romaine lettuce and vinaigrette and you're like, I'm vegan, it's like, you're not going to get get that. You're going to be nutrient deficient. But if you're doing it right and if you're like trying to make sure you have a well-balanced diet with proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, then usually you're good. Con, vegan diets are lacking in some vital nutrients. So also this is what. So um, calcium, omega-3 fatty acids, and vitamin B12 and folate are, are all present in meat and dairy as key nutrients a vegan diet can lack. Do you okay. take B12? I have it. I'm not – Super good at taking it, like, every day, but I should. I have mm-hmm. it, and I, like, mean to, but I just sometimes forget. Yeah, I the, I go through phases where I forget sometimes, and I always feel so much better when I take it. Yeah, I need to take Especially it. Especially when I go through phases where I'm not being as <laughs> healthy vegan and being more of a Cheegan. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I feel so much better when I take it. Yeah, I feel I like my to. skin feels better. I just feel like I am have higher energy. But something that's so funny is people kind of freak out about that. They're like, oh, I need to take all these vitamins and nutrients. It's like, yeah, you do if you're vegan, but only if – like when they transition into veganism, they're like, okay, I need all of these. I need iron. I need all these things. And it's really only if you're Being not, a vegan. <laughs> yeah, if you're not incorporating that in a diet. And some of them, it's not going to be like this tasty like vegan nachos all the time. It's like sometimes you're going to have to have like a veggies. big salad. And it's still good. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. But these can result in a host of problems, including loss of bone and muscle mass. So that's why sometimes you experience like a little bit of too much of a weight loss if you're not making sure you get all your vitamins and nutrients in there. 
Um, but B12 has many implications for smooth running of the central nervous system and for optimizing metabolic function. So that's why B12 is one of like the main ones that you should that take. people, yeah. My dad takes that. I know like everyone that takes that is vegan that I know takes B12 supplements. Um, if you're not getting enough B12, you may feel weakness, fatigue, constipation, and lack of appetite. Mm, so interesting. just so you know. Mm-hmm. And then another pro, there are alternative, there are alternative, alternative i cannot read today sources of b12 one of those important nutrients so that kind of is what we're just talking about there's a lot in cereals plant milk soy tofu and nutritional yeast so it is possible to get that and then another pro it's getting easier and easier to buy plant proteins kind of like we were saying it also depends on where you live but it is getting easier like since 2015 um this is do you know what a pulse is a pulse yeah like not that your... helps me breathe? <laughs> no. No. It's like a kind of legume. I don't I didn't even know what that was. What, like this wait, is a what's year of even pulses. A legume? What's a legume? A, what, what is like it? beans. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. But pulses are like I need to look it up because Wait, is a lentil exactly. a legume? It might be a or pulse. Is it a, a pulse. Oh, it's a type of it's Yeah, like, yeah. It's a, like a it's like a food category. category. Yeah. It's like legumes, fruits, vegetables, whatever. Oh, it just says a legume is a plant or it's fruit. Oh, it's cereal, lentils, chickpeas, peas, beans. Okay, whatever. Anyways, because it's a legume, basically. Never heard of that. Yeah. A con is relying on pulses for protein can bring on discomfort. So I think they're talking about legumes because um, they can make you feel bloated. They can make your digestive tract feel off. Many people will feel bad because of this as their system adjusts and they're not making the necessary adjustments as far as hydration goes to accommodate these new protein sources. So they feel uncomfortable, which is true. If you just like, I'm vegan and start eating beans for every meal, I even get super bloated if I eat too many beans and I'm like, oh gosh. But again, you just have to make sure it's a well-balanced meal. It takes planning. Definitely. And And they mentioned it briefly, but... Hydration is so important. Mm -hmm. And like I know everyone says, drink water, drink so much water. But I see a big difference when I'm drinking a lot of water and when I'm Mm -hmm. not drinking enough, I can feel it. I just feel way less energized. And But speaking of that, I really have to pee so bad. So should we take a pee break? So I think we're going to take a quick pee break. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Hey, BRB. Hold on to your vegan seats. Hi, guys. I'm back. We're back in business. We're hydrated. I'm very hydrated. <laughs> I have been drinking a lot of water today. Yeah, good job, Jace. Thanks. So I'm good now. Okay. Jumping right back into the pros and cons of veganism. veganism. <laughs> that was in sync. It wasn't, um, wasn't good. But sounding good, but yeah, okay. Pro, veganism is more environmentally sustainable. True that. So this, here's the thing. If you've seen Cowspiracy or What the Health, or any of the, like, documentaries on Netflix, they're pretty biased. Yeah, they are. So I would say, like, I watched Cowspiracy, and I was like, wow, my mind is blown. But in reality, it's kind of biased. Um, Obviously, like anything is, like all media outlets are. So you kind of have to look at it through, like, very – with a grain – you have to take it with a grain of salt because not every single fact that you hear is right, just so you know. On the internet, it's not always right. Not to say that I don't love Leonardo DiCaprio. I do. He did a great job with those films, but – Is he the one who did both of them? I don't know if he did What the Health, but I I just figured because it's the same guy. Oh, yeah. He definitely was Cowspiracy. I think he might have been a producer or something. Okay. Anyways, so I didn't even realize the effects that veganism had on the environment 
till I was vegan. I, I kind of heard about it, but then I like really, really looked into it. At first I was like, wow, this is crazy. But then I kind of learned more like, okay, it's not as crazy as like some people make it this extreme thing. And it is definitely an issue, but let me see. Approximately 1,600 gallons of water it takes to produce a single pound of beef. That's a lot. So I think that the main thing is it's not a secret that it takes a ton of water to produce meat and dairy products just because of the livestock and it takes a lot of land. Um, There are a lot of things about CO2 that I'm not like 100% educated on so I'm not going to pretend like I know. It also has shown that producing one pound of animal protein requires about 100 times more water than producing one pound of grain. So one pound of animal versus one pound of grain takes 100 times more water. Wow. So I guess your, your carbon footprint is a lot smaller if you're vegan is basically the main argument against it or argument for, for it. it. Yeah. Con, but basing your diet on activism can lead you to make poor decisions about your health. What so, does it mean by that? I don't know. I didn't screenshot it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just means like there's also a downside to increased environmental like awareness, awareness. because then all of a sudden it's, um, well, first of all, mental probably because you're constantly worried about it. And second of all, because I think it's saying is if you're so worried about the environment and, and all these things and you're not really sure what's true and what's not, you might not make the best decisions for you. Mm. So if you're ignoring your body sometimes, a lot of the times it's, I feel it's in sync. That's just what I believe is like your body, the earth and animals and nature, it's all in sync with each other. But there are times when maybe something's skewed and it can affect your health poorly. So bottom line, make the right choices for you, your beliefs and your body. Yeah. This is what it comes down to. You got to do you. Be you. And don't push it on anybody. Yeah. I feel like the main thing of our podcast has been is acceptance and just like accepting people for exactly the way that they are. And not that we made that up, but um, I just feel like we both have realized how important it is, especially for vegans. And like if, if you're trying to get other people to see your side of it, to bash them and to tell them what they're doing is wrong and evil – and inconsiderate is not going to help. It's not the right way to go about Mm-mm. it, that's for sure. I mean, by all means, if someone asks you, you can educate them or let them know what works for you. But like you said, there's just different diets for everyone and you just have to be in tune with your body and know what feels good and what feels right. And that being said, it's like, does my body want cupcakes? Yeah. But like, I'm not always. <laughs> always. Yeah, always, probably. But Do it's I like, want Oreos right now? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you can give your body treats. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I want everyone to know. You don't have to, like... Treat yourself. Yeah. You don't have to have this intense, crazy diet where you that you never stray from. Yeah. But at the same... On the other side of it, if you are passionate about something, don't feel like you have to subdue your own light to... Just to accommodate others. Like, if you are really passionate about it, you feel free to talk about it. But pushing it on other people is, is not really the way to go about it, I feel. Definitely not. But I, I mean, like I post about veganism all the time, like on my Instagrams and stuff. So I'm not one to say like, don't tell anybody. Yeah, you don't have to not tell anyone. You just yeah, don't just force be yourself it. and live your life. People will follow your example more than they'll follow your words. So I like it a lot. Any last minute thoughts about vegans? Nope, I think that's it. I liked what what you had to say. Cool. I learn a lot from you from about this stuff because I probably need to do more research, but we all do. I don't. And and as much, it's funny because the more research you do, sometimes the more confused you get. Yeah, true. Like the more that I learned about nutrition and food and 
and just overall health and wellness in general, the more confused I'm like, wait, then what am I supposed to do? Yeah. So it's There's kind of, like that's so when many you have to rules. rely on your body. It's it's all about relying internally instead of externally. Like as soon as that's why calorie counting doesn't work. That's why all these diets that say like, okay, this is exactly what you have to do to eat. That's the opposite of mindful eating. So, so you do, have to rely internally instead of externally. Do you think that those diets, because a lot of people do those diets where it's like, whatever, I can't even yeah, think I've of one. Yeah, I've done calorie counting and I freaking hated it. Yeah, but, I, but what I'm but saying is like, like, do you think that that's okay for them to do that for the first little bit to, like, lose the weight initially and then they can, like, transfer into something else? Or do you just feel like they need to start with intuitive eating right away? It's like, don't even try the crash diet. That's just not going to work. Or do you think it's My, good? Not good, but do you think it's okay to be like, I'm just going to do Weight Watchers until I lose the 20 pounds and then I'm going to start, like, mm -hmm. do you think that's stupid? Because I know people do that. Yeah, I don't know. It's, again, I have no idea what their thing is and what their personality is because some people are they just have different personalities and it's like what are you motivated by how are you like held accountable you know all that Everyone's stuff has actually, like contributes to it but in my personal opinion completely my opinion my opinion not fact <laughs> yeah I think they're not good it's just not sustainable I just from experience I have experimented with a lot of crash diets um, with juice cleanses, with counting calories, with, you know, certain things, keto with like high fat, low fat, all of those things. And yeah, you do lose weight, but then you always go back because it's just not a sustainable way to live. Right. So like when you're 50, are you still going to be counting your calories every single day? That's 40 years from now. No, I'm not. Maybe, but if probably that's what not works for you, but probably not. Yeah. So I just feel like assist, like implementing smaller steps is always the best way to go about it. I then agree. like a crash diet, I feel like it'll just be harder if you lose those 20 pounds and then gain five. Even if you gain two, it always gives you the like, but I just want to lose it. Yes. Like, so I just feel like it's better to lose two pounds like every, even every year, if you lose two pounds a year, right. it'll be better because then you'll eventually get down and you'll have this lifestyle that you've kind of Created. incorporated. Yeah. Routine. And you'll just be Go happier. Better. No, I agree. I like that. Mm -hmm. Very true. Okay. Yep. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find us on any social media at What We Said Podcast. If you guys want to shoot us an email, um, our email is hello at whatwesaidpodcast.com. If you guys want to send us any suggestions on what we should talk about. If you guys have any comments or like things that you want to correct that we totally butchered maybe. <laughs> Don't send it to us. No, do send it to us if it's something that we could work on. Or yeah, whatever. We, we like learning. So, so anything you want to send us would be awesome. And um, as always, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, if you want to screenshot it and put it on your Instagram story, that'd be great. If not, totally cool too. And tag us. And tag us so we can see you and give you some love. Um, but thanks so much for listening. We love you guys. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye, guys. Bye.